Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I, I guess you could say got nervous was the Buccaneers went down. They were down 20, so it's 27-7. Bucks go down and score, and then the 49ers go three and out. Like, that actually was at right. one point where I, you know, Baker Mayfield's, like, king comeback or whatever. He's He's got a flair, late dramatics. Um, the offense is one that's built to move the ball through the air pretty quickly, and they did so with Godwin and Evans and Otten. Like they are an offense that can put up points in a hurry. So, if, if you want to, if you want me to admit that I thought that they're at one any point going to lose, no, I didn't right. think they were going to lose that football game. But if there was a moment where I felt like the Buccaneers could have given you a run for your money, it would have been what was it, late third, early fourth, because there was still a lot of time left, and they had a chance to cut it to a one score game, and the Niners. Looked honestly after they went up twenty points, I think they kind of checked out. Yeah, I think they did too. And you know what? In a way, why? Why not? Because you got a game on Thursday. If you had a game next Sunday, I could see maybe. But you you have a game Thursday. I think you're up twenty. You know, you're up twenty. You can start thinking about Thursday. By the way, uh, uh, hold the line. It's a good Toto song. Hold the line. You know what? Let me tell you kids something out there. Love isn't always on time. It's not. That's the line in the in the song. You don't have to ask that again. Still waiting. Just saying. Well, actually, it's funny that you bring up hold the line because that's how I felt for the first time in a while about the 49ers. Got away with a lot defense. of holds? No. <laughs> they, no. They let Trent Williams get away with the murder. He holds the whole line. Defensive no. line. Okay, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say the, the defense. That was the first time we saw the defense in a while close out a football game in which the offense did not play its part down the stretch. Like, the offense in the fourth quarter got shut out. Right. And yet the Buccaneers had not one, not two, but it's like three different chances to give the 49ers a game. And after Hufanga goes out, unfortunately with an ACL tear, I think that's going to hurt. But then a rookie, Jair Brown, steps up. And after he gets... Uh, whoa, whoa! Introduced to the NFL on a on a seam route, it just gets lit up for thirty five yards. He comes up and he makes what ends up being the biggest play of the game, which is an interception in the end zone. So I think the defense, maybe now, and whether it's because of the presence of Chase Young or maybe they're just playing better. I know Nick Bosa had a quote in the locker room after the game that November is where this bleep starts. Basically talking about the season and when the Forty ers tend to get rolling, but. I was encouraged by what the defense did down the stretch of that football game when the offense, to your point, looked like they were on to Seattle. Yeah, uh, let me and let me be clear about Toto. I mean, they're, I'm not saying they stink. You just, just did. 
Well, that was that was my <laughs> shtick. Like they stink, Rosanna. Yeah, yeah. I, see, they're just not my cup of tea. They're, they're good. They're just if you like them, great. They're just not my cup of That's tea. That's stupid. Don't say that again. Fitz, name a fourth song. I can't even name two songs. Rosanna, that yeah, that's one. Good, that's a good one. Yeah, I haven't heard of that one. You got to Google it. By the way, here's what uh, Shadi had said about Hufunga. I'm real concerned. I mean, we don't know for sure. Uh, most likely, it's ACL, but um, can't confirm it. So uh, we'll find out later. Yeah. So that's not good news on uh, Talano Hufanga. It's been confirmed. He's going to miss the rest of the season. I mean, the fact that they have gone ten weeks and have honestly not had a a real season ender, or at least at an impact position like that, goes to show that they have remained pretty healthy. I know they've had nicks and bruises and guys that have missed games, but they've come back. Uh, because I think Peter King said it last week with Willard and Dibbs, if they are healthy, this is a team that might be favored against the Eagles. On the road? Yeah, but probably not on the road. But, like, I don't know. I, well, you, I guess, nah, yeah, I take that back. Unlimited possibilities. All right, I'm off. Uh, Shanahan on Brock Purdy. I thought he played real well. Uh, there was very few that he missed. Um, protected the ball extremely well. When there wasn't anything there, we didn't have any intentional groundings and um, did a good job moving the chains also, especially at the end there on that keeper. And I thought he had a hell of a game. Hey, I got to do... I, Nothing to critique. This is, a, this is a little non sequitur. What? I heard a quote from Purdy this morning. I want to play it, even though it has nothing to do with anything on uh, Jalen Brown. Uh, Jair Brown, I'm sorry. Uh, just take a listen to this. Yeah, Jair, I mean, every all the weeks so far, he's given us a great look with playing safety, and then obviously with Winfield being one of their best defenders um, on defense, Jair did a great job with, with just all the looks. Um, they did a bunch of stuff with Winfield, and, and Jair, like even at practice, was a, was a ball hawk. You know, he has great instincts and was just all over, just like Winfield. He, get, he gave us a great look, and then for him to go in the game and, and be ready to play for our defense and what we ask of our, our uh, safeties, he did a great job, man. So we're all pumped for him, and going to see more of him, so. We're excited. The reason I'm, I'm bringing that hate, up... You must hate that, by the way. Hate what? All that praise for a Penn State Nittany Lion. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. But, you know, in spite of the program at Penn State, some great players still do emerge. They produce. Like Micah Parsons and... Uh, Navarro Bowman. I mean, Let me tell you what James Matt Franklin... Matt Yeah, I'm talking about James Franklin's Penn State. Matt McGloin? Stinks. I think he's like a representative or a senator now, Matt McGloin. Oh. Go ahead. Yeah. But uh, he, listen, he told Will Levis to transfer and and uh, ended up keeping, uh, what's his name? Sean Clifford. Clifford, Clifford the big red dog at he's, quarterback. He's playing in the I league. mean, come on now. Come on. Uh, no, but listen, Purdy, just the way he talks. He's a, like, he's, I get it. He was a seventh round pick and the last pick in the draft, but he's, he's a pro. Just the way he approaches his job, he's a complete professional. You can tell. Well, and this is where I'll also give the 49ers credit because even though like Trey Lance was not very good, he was a bust here in San Francisco, could go on to have a nice career after this, Trey Lance also had a pretty good podium game. And I think most of the quarterbacks for the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo included, like none of them ever stepped to the podium and give you something that makes you say, wow, why would he say that? Or I can't believe that Brock Purdy is insinuating this or insinuating that. 
and that kind of seems to be an institutional thing. I don't know if it starts with Shanahan or someone in the front office. They identify these kids that are, you know, clean and good and all that stuff. But like, when was the last time you heard a controversial quarterback statement from a San Francisco 49ers? While he's a San Francisco 49er? Yes. That's yeah. probably, I was going to say, the only thing that comes to well, mind Jimmy is Gar- this year. Garoppolo saying it's weird there. But while but they're in the that, building. While they're in the building. Kaepernick probably. Remember he was getting surly with the media towards the end there? That was because of Harbaugh. That was Harbaugh. No, but I Kaepernick mean, no, no, you're refused right. to talk to the media. He didn't want to talk to them. He'd give short answers, just yeah. disinterested. Yeah. Remember that? You should clarify as a, a, Shan- a Shanahan team. He was such a jerk. He was. Jim the- Harbaugh brought out the worst in him off the field, kind of. Nothing to do with the the protest or the knee, but just no. how to deal with the media. Ugh. Something awful. about Harbaugh programs. <laughs> hey. What? Oh, sorry. The the boss likes Michigan. Oh, big week, by the way. Huge. Michigan, Ohio State. Yep. We'll keep it there. All I know is just was ecstatic about the Michigan win over Penn State last week. By the way, you want to get... And I know I can't stand the guy, but James Franklin, did you hear his explanations for going for a two-point conversion? To, to uh, <laughs> it was so, it was re- so. It's twenty-four. We are on the West Coast. You're gonna have to update uh, I will. everyone. Big Especially because it was two weeks <laughs> ago. Yeah. Uh, twenty. Must have missed it. It's twenty-four. Uh, oh, I can't even remember now. A lot to a little. Twenty-four-seven. No, twenty. Uh, Clearly, it was very important. <laughs> The bottom line is, if he if he went for two, it would have been a seven point game. Okay, it, it was twenty four to nine. Mm-hmm. Penn State scored a touchdown with like three minutes or four minutes to go to make it twenty four fifteen. What do you do there for the extra point? You go for one. Well, no, you go or, for two to make it a three yeah. score game. No, no, no. Penn State was down twenty four nine. This is where I'll they defend it, Franklin. They cut it to twenty four. 15, with yep. about four minutes to go. They do. And they had a t- couple timeouts. You go for one there. No, you don't. Okay, well, they, they didn't get it, and the game's over. Period. But if you get the two-point okay. conversion, you give yourself a chance not just to tie it, take Please. it to overtime. You think James Franklin's going to go for two? Were they on the road? Gutless. Of course they were. Then he would have gone for Actually, two. Actually, they weren't. They were at home. I'm, my bad. Oh, well, they were at home. Well, then he might have played for overtime. Don't do this. What? You can't. That's a defensible... No, it's not. You're talking to someone who watches Brand Staley coach every single week. So, yes, I will defend James Franklin. You can stop asking that question. One of the things (laughs) you got to try to do as a coach is lengthen the game. Just continue to give yourself a chance. That's a losing mentality, which they may have because they're Penn State, but... No, I, I I think you that's, play an, that's an automatic. To that's win an automatic one-point conversion. The game. Especially because you can't score. So you actually think that, I mean, I know you need to score twice, but you're going to score twice and get, come on. Well, isn't that a better reason to go for two? Because if you're not going to, if you don't have that many chances to score, then you have to maximize them every single time you're in, like, they don't have that many chances. You do realize they missed the two-point conversion and it was night-night. Yeah, but if okay. they got it, then we okay, would have this it. conversation. Then what happened? Yes, we would. No. Because then they lose 24-17, but it doesn't matter. But if they scored again or they got a turnover, if, the defense, not- if something zany happened, then, they, then they'd be in a position to not just tie go to overtime, but to win the game. That's right. If mm-hmm. something zany were to happen. Well, something that's why you try to, to stay in the game 
with the with the extra point. You're going to have to go for two anyways. Right? right. After you get it to within two. Two. I'm with James. No, you're not. You're not thinking it through. That's why you're with James. Well, I'm really just anti-Steiny on this. That's <laughs> where we're at. What would Kyle Shanahan do in that situation? I, I, listen, I, I guess if it's 24 to 9 and we make it 24 to 15 and we've got our timeouts and I think our defense can get a hold, I am taking the one-point conversion. Because if you miss your two, it's then it's over. But you have to trust your team. Like I, I, actually, do. I do. I think- trust my defense to get a stop on the next possession to give us the ball back for a score and a two-point conversion for the tie. And if you trust your team to get a stop and you trust your team to get a score, I, then why wouldn't you trust them two yards away from the end zone? Because I don't trust my offense. Then you're going to lose the game anyways. Well, but something zany might happen. I want something zany to happen if it's an eight-point game, not a I know a you don't like James game. Franklin, but I know that you know that you cannot coach and hope to zump, that something zany happens. What is going well, on here? I mean, a lot of times you got to coach, take something, and then try to get an onside kick or something. Well, all I know is Are that, you serious? You, you think you would have gone for two there? I didn't mind it. But Man, I think right. Kyle Shanahan, in this situation, no matter what he'd do, he'd be criticized for it. I think you got to <laughs> take the one. That's kind of how you we got to take Kyle the Shanahan. one, which, which assuming you know, one keeps you in the game, period. A miss on two, it's over. We're talking about kicking, sure. by the way. Jake Moody sneakily. Thank you, Spinell. Not well, bad. He's looking better, Steiny. Oh, come on. They were chippies. He was having problems with chippies. Ah, he's made, what, seven in a row now? Six, I think. Six? From 37 and from 28. I like this. 707. Steiny, you're right. The other guy is wrong. <laughs> that would be Evan Giddings. He's in for Daryl, the guru Johnson today Thank you. on 95-7 the game. Uh, happy Wait. Thanksgiving week. Happy Thanksgiving week to everybody out there, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and to you. I hope he's... In so much needed time off. I'm also glad because now Spadoni can use that drop at all times for the next, uh, really, the entire week. Which one? The turkey. Oh, okay. The only drop to ever make Rick Tittle laugh at this station. Why would that make him laugh? I don't know. It's not even funny. It's just a turkey. When it's properly timed, yeah, no, it absolutely. Well, I guess, I guess I could see that. It's up to, it's up to Spadoni. Like, hey, Kyle Shanahan, what'd you think about the game yesterday? There you go. Uh, uh. I guess. I guess. Possibly. Wait a minute. So okay. So if we're talking about, we were just discussing Brock Purdy being in the MVP conversation. Sure. Okay. It should be. Again, I maybe this is just me because I feel like the 49ers are. It's it's difficult to untie them. Like I associate Brock Purdy with Kyle Shanahan because. Kyle Shannon has gotten greatness out of his quarterbacks before, but he's never gotten it at this level. And that, to me, is what separates Brock Purdy from previous quarterbacks to don the 49ers uniform. I don't think anyone had the type of aggression, but I, also I being able to tie it and balance it with when to take the check down, when to tuck it, when to run it. He does get aggressive, and he gets himself in trouble, but he doesn't do that to the extent that other guys, mainly Jimmy Garoppolo, has. So why, if... Kyle Shanahan has shown to now have a dude that can elevate this offense into a different stratosphere that we don't immediately give him 
enough like the measurement around well, credit i'll tell you why is part of the reason is because from the moment shanahan became a head coach in the nfl and even before he was a head coach in the nfl the media had built him a reputation as a quarterback whisperer as a phenomenal play caller, as an incredibly creative coordinator. And you know what? He's kind of proven that that's right. So and it's like, it's Belichick and, and Brady, how much is each? Now, people might say we found out, but I think a, I think a big reason, you know what, I'll say it. A big reason maybe Purdy doesn't get more credit is because people are too busy lionizing Kyle Shanahan. And his play calling, and his expertise, and his creativity, and they say a lot of quarterbacks could do what Purdy. I'm not saying I agree with this at all, but he say they're saying a lot of quarterbacks could do what Purdy did under Kyle Shanahan. But I would I would argue my own point and say in the seven years that Shanahan's been here, there's no doubt that he trusts Purdy more than any other quarterback. But I think there's a second part of this. Purdy can take Shanahan's coaching so much better than Jimmy Garoppolo. It's unbelievable. And then through that coaching, I think, through Purdy's ability to be coached better than Jimmy Garoppolo or harder than Jimmy Garoppolo, it's given Kyle more trust in Purdy, if if you follow me there. Yeah, and that's why when... We were discussing how Purdy could get better. That's why I don't think the like it's not as if Brock Purdy is going to grow five inches and he's going to put right. on twenty pounds of muscle and he's going to throw a ninety mile per hour fastball. But where he can get better and where I think he has gotten better is taking to your point what Kyle Shanahan has given it. Like those during the three games and the losing streak. Hey, you could talk about he's missing some weapons and maybe that makes him different. But one thing that he was doing. He was making poor decisions with the football than he has certainly the last two weeks, but even the first five weeks of the season. Brock Purdy yesterday, to me, did not make a single bad decision with the football. And that is something you couldn't say about Jacksonville because his own coach admitted it. And there's clearly a coachability in Brock Purdy that I think can help him elevate and get to a different level and a, quite honestly, a level that the 49ers will need him to get to if they want to win a Super Bowl. Because that's the end goal. That's the end game. That's all they're trying to do is win a Super Bowl. Kyle Juszczyk said it is Super Bowl or bust for this season. And when you are operating with that mentality, that does mean you need everyone, including a 23-year-old that it might be unfair to place such expectation on. You need him to be coachable. You need him to play at his best. And Kyle Shanahan clearly has enough confidence in Purdy to be able to, one, come down his road at the podium, even during a win, and I'm sure behind closed doors, maybe even rip him for some of the decisions that he makes, knowing that Brock Purdy is not going to take that personally right. and take it exactly. only as, okay, my bad, I was wrong, got to get back to the drawing board. Next time that happens, I won't make that mistake. And to his credit, even though it's only been 15, 16 games, Brock Purdy, to me, has shown that when he does make a mistake... The next game, he typically doesn't tend to. Right. Like, those mistakes don't continuously arise like they did with Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's why a lot of people couldn't consider the 49ers with Jimmy G as quarterback to be Super Bowl favorites like they are now. And this this is also something that makes logical sense 
Of course, Brock Purdy is more coachable as a seventh round pick who came onto this team and has found himself as the starter by and large. Not that he didn't earn it, but he came in as the third string quarterback. And as opposed to Garoppolo, who quarterback behind Tom Brady, then went to the Niners, then got paid, then you want to try to coach him uh, in, in a different kind of way. Let's go to Kirk in Los Altos. Hey, Kirk, how you doing, man? Night, night. That's a that's a bad sound, right? That's him hanging up. Oh, <laughs> gutless. Is that Cousins? Okay, let me let me get the sheet though. I forget how to do. Uh, hey, uh, uh oh. You all right? What do I have to do? Well, we got to. I don't have it. What? Let's do it next segment. Okay. So call the game next segment. Yeah. Yay! We'll, we'll, we'll do it at eleven thirty. That's fine. We'll do it live. At eleven thirty. Oh my god! Yeah, I don't. It's okay. I don't Sonny. have a strong opinion. Uh, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm a little. I, I was a little in shock. <laughs> we'll get to the call of the game, which is of course about the Golden State Warriors and oh, their maybe that <laughs> tough weekend, right? Well, maybe that's why. Uh, hey, by the way, I'll say this before we leave uh, for break this time. Brock Purdy, his ability to throw a ball in the middle of the field, between the levels of defense, is elite. That's what he's great at. Whether it's above, whether it's behind the linebackers in front of the defensive secondary, or in front of linebackers, but behind the line, he's incredible. He is incredible at at throwing that ball over one level, but not to where the other, le- not too far, so where the other level comes into play. He has been incredible at that. Yes or no? Well, but like, that, that's been elite. That's what made the three game losing streak so confusing to me is that there were a few throws, mainly the Cincinnati one that stands out, the interception over the middle. Like that's an area that has been his bread and butter his entire career. It's the reason why they can move the ball down the field so quickly because he's not afraid to throw it over 20 air yards. He's not right. afraid to drive the ball down the field. And so, I don't know if it's just better play calling or him correcting his own mistakes, but yesterday against Tampa Bay, every time the like every time it's Ayuk or Kittle over the middle, I feel like that ball is going to be complete. I do too. And it's going to be right on the money. I, I do too. I do too. I think he's been sensational doing that uh, since he's taken over as quarterback for the 49ers. What I'm talking about is that throw over the middle. Throws it with a lot of confidence. A lot of touch. Poise right on the money. Hey, it's a Monster Monday brought to you by First Five California. To learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress, go to firstfivecalifornia.com. Hey, we, I, I'll tell you what, yeah, call of the game coming up. I know we're not supposed to tease that, but boy, what a call of the game is coming up. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. I'm telling you, stick around. Back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Steiny and uh, Evan Giddings. I'm doing the camera, John. I'm doing uh, the camera as we speak. Uh, you're off base on that, though. What do you mean? Uh, the 49ers offensive line is a uh, question. Okay. Because nothing else is? Would you say that's the weak link of their team? Okay, so if I am a four point, or sorry, if I'm a 3.9 student, that means I have an A in probably six subjects, right? Yes. Just because I have a B plus in a certain subject doesn't mean that I'm weak in it. It means that it's the only thing that I haven't been, like yesterday, the O-line gave up four sacks, right? right? Okay, do you want me to also say that uh, the 49ers were four of 10 on third down, that they weren't perfect in the red zone that they left some points on the table yeah like, this is uh this is something uh, that i want to i've tried to expound on with 49er fans and i'm sorry with warrior fans and it's that clay clay thompson for example oh boy actually i shouldn't use him um draymond green okay. for example <laughs> yeah it wasn't that long ago where he was to my way of thinking, the best defender in the league. Okay? Yep. Now it's five years later, and he's eh, he's one of the best defenders in the league. I don't know, top 20? Mm-hmm. Top 25? But my point is, even though he's still a pretty good defender, you can't ignore the drop-off. You were a title team in part because Draymond Green was the best defender in the NBA. So now that he's just top 20, and I say just with with quotation marks, well, there's a fall-off there. And if the 49ers have a high-powered offense and a great defense, but yeah, I could see their uh, offensive line or their secondary being the weak the weak part. Yeah, it, it, let's say this. What if the 49ers offensive line is the 10th best in football out of 32? Uh, sure. Yeah, that's still pretty good, right? It is. It is good. But it's but the running game. But it'd be the weakest five. part right. of their team. Yeah. Yeah, but so okay. So for example, like Brock Purdy got sacked four times yesterday, right? Okay. That's more than the Cleveland game, the Minnesota game, and the Cincinnati game. The offensive line was worse in those games by the eye test, by pressure rate, but like 
The offensive line was, I think, pretty good yesterday. I don't see how Brock Purdy is almost perfect as a passer. Like, yes, it is his job to deliver the ball, and he did that. But if your offensive line is bad, you're probably going to have, I don't know, maybe a tip pass, a ball that needs to come out sooner than it's supposed to be. Like, to me, I don't see how you go 13 yards per attempt, 333, 85% complete passion. Like, I don't see how that happens if your offensive line's bad. I hear you. I hear you. You can, you can be the. No, weak. they were under four yards per carry. So maybe in the in the run game they weren't great, but pass protection against a team that's got Vita Vea, Shaq Barrett, Levante David, I think they held their own yesterday. Yeah, held their own. Not they didn't thrive. But the offensive line was not bad. No, nobody said they were bad. Oh, people have been. Well, it's a weak part of their team, but it's still pretty good. It's they, a major concern, Steiny. That or the secondary. Well, you just lost oh. an all-pro safety, so I'd probably lean closer to the secondary. All right. Let's go to Kirk. Kirk's in Los Altos. Hey, Kirk, how you doing, man? Hi. Uh, sorry about earlier. that I pushed the wrong button That's and uh, c- cut myself off. Okay. But anyway, I get so nervous calling. Anyway, the uh, one oh. observation and then uh, a small question I wanted to ask you all. The first was that Having been around this area in and out over the years since John Brody was playing, um, I've noticed, you know, certainly you win as the 49ers did, and they're a very capable team earlier in the year. Um, maybe like the Warriors, everybody tends, in my opinion, to get out a little over their skis and start talking, you know, uh, great, great things again after right. uh, just a couple wins. And so, you know, I don't play the game. Uh, I guess you guys don't necessarily suit up, but somehow if I'm, I've been saying to my friends that my belief is that if we are fortunate enough, you know, as the weeks roll by, to stay healthy enough to win, 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 and ultimately win the grand championship, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they look back at that three-day, uh, three-week losing streak and say that was the best thing that ever happened to this club. It's possible. And- question was i was watching the game then and i was just wondering what your thoughts at that very and uh, with about four minutes to go or so in the game and the 49ers fluffed out at midfield and then they went for it on fourth and such and such as opposed to kicking the ball all the way down to the five yard line and stuff because the way baker bakersfield or you know whatever mayfield was running her up and down the, the field right you were just giving him a chance to score a quick score and then, you know, kick a onside and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I thought it was crazy. But I haven't heard anybody mention that, so I must be crazy. No, I don't think you are. Let's, uh, and we have a, we actually, thanks for the call, Kirk. We actually have a guy in studio who apparently is a clock management expert. I um, get supporting James Franklin's uh, decision making in a horrible loss to Michigan. <laughs> uh, uh, was it Kyle Shanahan, right or wrong? I thought he was in the right. I mean, look. Of course. Well, I, I, I'm willing to take an L on Franklin. That's fine. I've had multiple people text me already say I don't know what I'm talking about, which is it's, that's okay. Uh, but fourth and one at the 47-yard line, you have a chance to essentially just end the game. Like, you get that first down, the right. game's over. So I think Kyle Shanahan, being up by two scores, felt like, why not just try and end it now? I, I don't look at it as, that an, as an ultra-aggressive move. I just think you're trying to end the football game. And your offense no, I think you're right should be that. able to get one yard. And they didn't. Yeah, I didn't have a hugely strong opinion of that. Um, you know, it's a one-score game. It's obviously a different, probably a different decision. 
I also, what I also have to put into the equation is that's kind of the way the NFL's going right now, right? That's becoming the the more normal move as opposed to punting yeah. in a situation like that. I'll bet you in that situation up 13 points with that amount of time, I'll bet you most coaches are going for it there. What, 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 do you, what do you guys think? I just think there's so much that needs to go wrong from that point on with 220 left for Tampa Bay to give themselves a chance to win that game that the risk of not getting a yard is probably... Like, the reward is greater than the downfall in that, in that situation. Like, right. It's, it's, it's you also have low, a defense low that risk, had, high reward. Yeah, and, I, I and would you should also have enough faith in your defense to be able to hold a 13-point lead, which they did. Right. Here's Shanahan on Brock Purdy. I think Brock's been great because he's been consistent through it all. I mean, we never felt anything different with Brock during those three losses. You know, I think he's pretty realistic, so he doesn't get into stuff that's not that accurate. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't really get into stuff that's not that accurate. He's talking about all the people that said Purdy wasn't playing well f- those 3 weeks. Well, he wasn't. What do you mean? I mean, he didn't play well. Well, like he might have played he might have played just like Brock Purdy played in 75% of those snaps, but in the 25% he hurt them. <sighs> and this is why, Steiny, I actually would push back against that statement because yesterday, unlike Cleveland, unlike Minnesota, unlike even Jacksonville, or unlike Cincinnati as well, unlike the last four games, like if you wanted to make a case that Brock Purdy put the ball in harm's way against Jacksonville early in that game, you could make that case. I don't know about you, and I don't know about fans out there, if they'd like to tell me I'm wrong, that's fine. I don't recall at one point, like one throw yesterday feeling like that ball was put in harm's way. Before that, I could make the case that he did. Like that Brock Purdy did put the ball in harm's way. That didn't matter because they they won against Jacksonville. They blew him out. What about this? Let me throw this at you. I did sense a different Brock yesterday. Like did he, McCaffrey, he the line. of the three law lo- in those three losses, how many times did McCaffrey fumble? In what? Well, sorry. In, in the During the three-game losing streak, did McCaffrey have a fumble in each of those games? Or two or three or one or three, because remember he had he's he's had some fumble issues. I don't remember if he fumbled against Cincy, but he did. I know he fumbled against Cleveland and Minnesota, right? I think so. What I'm getting at is, huh? It's interesting, and the we we're coming down on Purdy for turnovers, but maybe those McCaffrey fumbles were just as big a reason they didn't win. And I get it. Purdy's a quarterback, so he's going to hear it. But uh, I want to say McCaffrey had some of his turnovers after being. I mean, that's okay. So McCaffrey, McCaffrey and Purdy basically emerged at the same time last year, essentially, right? McCaffrey was acquired, and then Purdy took over. Well, McCaffrey, you could Sorry, make McCaffrey fumbled against Minnesota. Okay, Purdy fumbled against Cleveland. Okay, how many fumbles does McCaffrey have this year? He's got three. Three. Lost two. He's had three overall. Okay. You couldn't you make a case that ever since the beginning, ever since the middle of last season when the 49ers acquired McCaffrey and Purdy started, that both of them have essentially been perfect up until the three game losing streak? Uh, sure. 
Like you could, what I'm saying is, you could put McCaffrey into that group as great as he is. In other words, if you use the same criteria, yeah, Purdy's only been around for a year, and it's easy to say, "Ooh, we had three bad games." But guess what, McCaffrey, McCaffrey might have had his three most suspect games as a Niner during that streak. He certainly had his, didn't have his greatest games during that streak, right? No, and it's interesting because yeah, McCaffrey like, fumbled against the Browns. Yeah, he did, but okay. And anyway, then, and, and then Purdy was against the Vikings. Purdy fumbled against the Vikings. Let's let's get it right. I have okay. his game log right here. It okay. says McCaffrey had fumbled and lost it against the Minnesota Vikings, the Dallas Cowboys, and then did not lose one but fumbled against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. So Purdy fumbled against Cleveland. Yes, that's okay. what I said. Appreciate you trusting the text line over me. So you can stop asking that question. It's interesting because we like you would never do the wins game with McCaffrey because he's a running back, right? And but, wins matter to quarterbacks. They don't matter to running backs. But and this is where you I think you got to be careful, Steiny, because oh. it, it sounds like you're saying that McCaffrey is just as important as Brock Purdy. I think he is. If I, not more. Well, I think they're both important. All the, the the overarching point I was trying to make is that since McCaffrey was acquired and since Purdy got into the starting lineup, both of those guys for the rest of the last year and a big chunk of this year have been phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, he's been. And all I'm saying is the past month or so, eh, McCaffrey's had a couple fumbles and actually was limited in one of those games. What I'm saying is if I wanted to say, well, McCaffrey wasn't great in those three games either, I wouldn't be wrong. Right? No, no but again, like we look at the running back position as, I think, being more dependent on others, like the how good the offensive line is, like Trent Williams being out of that game. Or, you know, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I do think that McCaffrey has not been as great, but McCaffrey also doesn't touch the ball every single play. And that's why when you asked me earlier which which person I think is more important to the 49ers, I think it, it has to be I think it has to be Brock Purdy. Would you give who's the 49ers team MVP right now? Brock Purdy. In my opinion. Spadone? Go on, Christian McCaffrey. John? I'm gonna go Brock Purdy. Yeah, it's tough. It is. I'd tough. probably go Purdy because of because he's a quarterback, but but there's no doubt McC- everything changed when McCaffrey got here too last year. Yeah, and they were and Jimmy Garoppolo was arguably the best version of himself with Christian McCaffrey. No, that's like I I, I don't yeah, and a lot of people are agreeing with you. I, I Jamie Young, it's... CMC is the MVP. Michael Mills on the YouTube CMC, easy call. See, I don't think it is an easy call. I don't think it is either. Uh, we, we can ask fans. 888-957-9570. Who's the 49ers MVP right now? They is there MVPs? VP. No, no, no. We don't do that here. Why not? Because we don't. Because I'm making the rules and we're not doing it. Uh, Drew Don't Care says Brock is the MVP easily. I Michael just... Mills says CMC is the MVP. Easy call. See? See, we got something here. And this has been the question that I... Trent Williams. Okay, so in yesterday's game, if the 49ers did not have Brock Purdy, do you think that they still win that game? 
I do. Well, who's a quarterback? Uh, I don't know. Garoppolo? Replacement level quarterback. Seeing ghosts. Garoppolo? Okay, yeah, Jimmy G. I think Garoppolo wins that game, too. You think it's close? Closer, maybe. Yeah, I'll give you closer, for sure. If Brock Purdy plays the same game that he did yesterday and Christian McCaffrey doesn't play, do you think the 49ers win that football game? I do. Do you think they win it by more? If who? If Purdy plays and McCaffrey doesn't? Like, how close do you think the result is yesterday to what the final score was if Christian McCaffrey doesn't play versus if Brock Purdy doesn't play? Because I think it's closer to 27-14 with Brock in and CMC out than CMC in and Brock Purdy out. CNC in. You see what I'm saying? Like I don't I know. Do. Like no, I, I basically, what you're saying. And, and that to me reveals who you think is more important. Like Christian McCaffrey is an incredible part of this offense. He's he might be more important than Brock. I but that's how good he is. Right. But to me, like Brock Purdy was according to a stat perfect yesterday. I, I just don't know how no, he can you. say that. Well, here's what I would say. That's because of the running back. No. No. I, I hear what you're saying, but here's what I would say. If uh, if Brock Purdy... How do I want to put this? If Brock Purdy had a really good backup... Well, I guess I'm not going to be able to explain what I want to say here. Sure. You have Garoppolo as a quarterback, and let's say Purdy's the backup. You didn't realize... That going to the backup was not only not going to cost you anything, but you're going to get better. So, what I'm getting at is if Purdy, if if Garoppolo's the quarterback, then yeah, McCaffrey I think is more important. But I could see what you're saying because Purdy's better. That Purdy's more important because Purdy's reached a level where you know he's capable of helping you win games to a greater degree. Than Garoppolo, and, and I think that's also league wide too. Like it's just the quarterback position, based on the way the game is played and the modern offense. If you have a great quarterback, it's more important than having a great running back. That doesn't make running backs unimportant, but there's a there's a reason why the running back position is the only one in the last I think half decade whose salary has declined on average. Right, quarterbacks are through the roof. Like. You guys were you guys have been talking about how Brock Purdy might be worth this or might be worth that or what level is he playing at, you know, monetarily speaking. That that's why those conversations happen. And that's why to me, whether McCaffrey's incredible and he's very important to this offense. I just think Brock Purdy is a little bit more. We've got two more votes for team MVP other than Purdy and other than McCaffrey. Uh-oh. Can you guess? Who would be the two other ones that I've seen on the text line? The other two MVPs? Yes. Um, Team MVPs. Oh. Fred Warner? That's one. Brandon Ayuk. Trent Williams. I was, yeah. That's on principle he's not. (laughs) You gotta play. You gotta play. You can't be hurt. Oh, and two without him. There you go. Let's go to Rich in Fremont. What's up, Rich? How you doing, man? What's up, Steiny man? How you doing, man? Doing well. And, uh, Evan, Evan, nice, nice for you to step in for Guru, man. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I got to go with Brock Purdy, dude. That pass to Brendan Ayuk. Are you serious right now? Come on. He put that ball not only in the hands in the breadbasket of Ayuk, but it was well, it was over the, the defender. Didn't even see the ball. 
I mean, that was, I saw that pass. I was like, are you kidding me? Seriously? There should be no more questions about Brock Purdy. Stop the questions. Just like the, the last drop, no more questions. That's it. No more on Brock Purdy. Thanks, Rich. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. You can still have questions, but it doesn't matter. That's where I'm at right now. You you can be you can sit in a studio or you can sit at a bar and say, "Well, he still, you know, I, I still have doubts," or you know, "I still am worried," but it doesn't matter. He, it is Brock Purdy's team. It's Brock Purdy's team, and we'll see. We'll see if he can get it done or not. There's no. I need to see more. Well, you will. You'll see more. You'll see less. I mean, and, and the team is also telling you that it's Brock Purdy's team. Like when George true. Kittle goes to the podium and makes a joke about him being a system quarterback, because that's what all the pundits are saying. And you know, Nick Bosa is making some comments. Like everyone has Brock Purdy's back. Everyone feels like he's the man for the job, and that every time that he plays quarterback, they have the best chance to win. That's how I felt watching that game yesterday. It's like I I, I don't know about 49ers fans, but I feel like the. 99% of people watched that game yesterday stress-free. And the reason why you could right. watch the 49ers without feeling an ounce of stress is because of number 13. It's because of Brock Purdy. I won't I won't fight you on that. I won't fight you again. Uh, 209 says, Steiny though. Steiny, here we go again, crowning the Niners. Have we crowned That's them Evan. today? No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, wait, so wait ha- uh, have, I, have I crowned them today? I'm sorry. Have I crowned them today? Oh, yeah. You cry, you, Possibly. You've crowned Brock Purdy the league MVP. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> now, every- now, I hey, uh, I agree with you, uh, uh, 209. I got three games coming up that are going to that are gonna be interesting. No doubt about and it. And this week is going to be another massive test for Brock Purdy and, and the 49ers. Like, they got to go to Seattle. Yeah. Coming off a loss, by the way. You see the way that game ended? I just saw that they lost. I saw they were up 16 to... Six or something, they lost 17 16. And then Stafford made a drive. Yeah. And then another. Kick Jason Myers. Come on. But let's not. Wasn't that from 50 something? That was a deep kick, right? Yeah, but. Like 58. Yeah, well, technically not a dome. SoFi Stadium does have some. Let's not act like Seattle. This is 2014. Huh? When did Seattle win it? Let's not act as though this is a juggernaut, is what I'm saying. Seattle. They're not. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. The Seattle Seahawks are not a juggernaut. No, but they're a good team. Oof. The 49ers right now are a great team. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, you know what time it is? It's time for the call of the game. Sponsored by Xfinity. The Xfinity 10G network is made for streaming live sports, which means it's the network you can rely on in the biggest moments. The Xfinity 10G network, the best way to stream your Warriors. Down to 15 seconds, Curry with the ball on the far sideline. Right where it says Chase Center, Paul sets the screen. Curry with Wallace trailing him, head fake, drives down the lane, stops and pushed the bank shot up, no good. <sighs> Looney got the rebound, out to Wiggins for three, it's up, it's good! Yay! It's good! 1.6 on the clock, the Warriors go up 117-114. Time out, Thunder! Oh, that was the call of the game. By sponsored by Xfinity. It was a hell of a shot. Sucks that it wasn't it the game. It was a face shot. up three. With time expiring. There's time no pressure on a shot when a game is tied. 
That's the way I feel. So it's just a, not a lot just, anyway. Just a warm up jump shot. Kind of, kind of. I mean, I'm being serious. There's less pressure than the one that Chet took and made, but that doesn't mean there's not pressure on that shot. I don't think, especially on a play like that, where it's a rebound and it's a bang-bang. More pressure on Wiggins to make that shot or LeBron last night going to the line in a tied game? LeBron. Okay. Yeah, LeBron is Yeah, especially because he doesn't like to go to the line. So what happened? LeBron made two foul shots? Made one. Made the second one. That's all he needed to make. Sorry. <laughs> so it was tied? Fun. It was tied, and then, and then Dylan Le- Brooks with the dumbest foul of the century. Uh, and then, yeah, so LeBron was playing with house money, too, in a tie, in a tie game. Trust me. Playing in a tie game. That's fun. Make a free throw. That's fun. Down two? He made one. That's, That's a problem. He just made one. That's right. Uh, all right. By the way, uh, let's see. The Warriors. They try to snap that six-game losing streak tonight against Dylan Brooks and the Rockets. Tip-off at 7 with Tim Roy, which means Warriors Live with J.D. John Dickinson. That starts at 6. Catch every game when you're home for Warrior Basketball 95-7 the game. J.D.'s also going to be coming up in an hour to talk 49ers. And that segment also brought to you by Consumer Cellular Freedom Calls. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.